Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Today's episode is brought to you by Spandice, ice and heat therapy, compression and support for all your postpartum recovery and breastfeeding needs. Heat is perfect for breast ailments, such as engorgement and mastitis. Why not have it in a comfortable design you can move around with? Check out the Spandice Postpartum Recovery Wrap at spandice.com forward slash badass. That's S-P-A-N-D hyphen I-C-E dot com forward slash badass. And use promo code badass at checkout for 20% off your order plus free shipping. Find the URL in the description. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk to you today about becoming a lactation consultant or a breastfeeding advocate. Yes, because there are so many people, especially when they start breastfeeding, Diane and I can both attest to this, that when you start breastfeeding and you get through those struggles and you become, you become so empowered, you're like, how can I become more involved and how can I empower other people? And a lot of people think, well, I'm going to become, I want to become a international board certified lactation consultant. I want to be at IBCLC. So yeah, Diane's an IBCLC and she can tell you how to I do am. it. But we are going to talk about like other things too. Um, but you know, like it's so, it's so funny because like how you said, you, you have this baby and you breastfeed and you, you know, just kind of think it's, you get through all these problems. And I definitely have moms who are like, I didn't have any problems and I enjoyed it so much. I want to, you know, learn more about it and help others. And then I have some moms that are like, I had such a hard time that I want to support others who've had a hard time too. So wherever you end up, just supporting moms is, you know, really the bottom line. But um, nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but most people do not go into this field going, or even grow up going, I'm going to become a lactation consultant. Like, I'm sure you never thought at any point no, before you I've had children. No, i a lactation consultant. I've <laughs> never you, heard of that. Well, you're probably, you were never like, I'm going to spend the majority of my adult years as a mother and a breastfeeding advocate. And I'm, yeah. that is oh, going to be yeah. what I'm going to be known for. That right, is what right, I'm right. going to, you know, nobody thinks of that when they're like, that's not a career path for most no. people growing up. Right. But also, Neither is like doula or, you know, things like that. And people get into this field because they are so impacted by what happened in their lives when they became a mother. Just amazingly impacted by what what happened. And I, I mean, I think, honest to God, like as soon as you start growing that baby – just what your body does is unbelievable to me. It's just amazing. It's like, then you learn more and you learn more and then it becomes so like interesting and intriguing that you're like, Oh my gosh, how does this fit together? And how does that fit together? And this is so cool. And even like when I talked to mothers, I had a mommy in my office yesterday and I was telling her like what was going on with her baby. And she was like, Oh, and that's why the baby does this. And that's why this happens. And that's, you know, it's like all the pieces are coming together and it's, it's so cool to really learn about all of this stuff. Yeah. And to learn how your body works and how your body makes everything to work together for your baby. It really is amazing. So for no, if for nothing else, you should learn about it just because of that. But yeah, and I yeah, I mean, it, it also it becomes, you know, because of, you know, just the lack of information and all the struggles and like that, you know, not knowing about your body and you know, then you run into all this, like kind of the politics about the female body just in general and the breastfeeding mm-hmm. and public stuff. And it becomes like 
I mean, it becomes like just like a mission. Right. You know, it comes, it becomes like a way to take a stand, you know, in, yeah, in life. It does. And it really like, it really is impacting, you know, it, it yeah. is. And for me, like, I kind of, I mean, I got into it. It was almost by, it was almost by default, but also on purpose, you know, and yeah. I had my kids. I didn't know anything. People think that I knew what I was doing when I had my kids and I really did not, but I, you know, got <laughs> through it or whatever. And when my twins were two and I was a wick mom, I'd asked somebody once like, Oh my gosh, I, you know, had, didn't have anybody to help me when I was breastfeeding. And they ended up hiring me as a peer counselor. And I started to learn more and they helped train me and I got more information. And I was like, I'm going to go get a bachelor's degree in this. I'm going to go get a master's degree. I'm going to get, you know, whatever. I'm going to learn all this stuff and get all these certifications. And I could not get, and I still cannot get enough information. Like I just, yeah, it's amazing to me. It is like, how much information there is and how amazing it is. Like just the, it's so cool what goes yeah. on and, and yeah. the things that breastfeeding and the things that breast milk itself is capable of is just so amazing. So for me, like it was like just this path that I just kept going, okay, I need more. I need more. I need more. I was like feeding this, you know, feeding this demon or whatever you want to call it. But um, baby. <laughs> I know feeding this baby. Yeah. How about AKA that? baby. Yeah. <laughs> But you'll call them demons later, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, it, it is cool. But to become a lactation consultant can really feel like a very daunting task. And people, I get emails about it quite a bit. And I've got a couple of women right now who are like, you know, working under me, getting their clinical hours because it re it's hard. It's really hard. But it's hard for a reason, you know, and it's hard because people trust you and there's moms that are depending on you and this is like, it's no joke. So yeah, I, would, I mean, people might find, you might find it's a very rigorous process to become an IBCLC, but you might find that you have this, this motivation that you don't even really recognize in mm -hmm. yourself. I mean, I, before I was a, a mom, I was really into astronauts. I've read every, every autobiography by an astronaut that's ever been written. Like I was just really into that. And, um, when I became a mom and I stopped, you know, whatever, I kind of like stopped reading about it. I like was just like, hey, I'm not really interested in that anymore. Whatever. But breastfeeding. Much. I got so into it. It became such a mission. It became such a passion. And I thought, what am I going to do when I stop breastfeeding? Like, is this even going to make sense anymore to like keep doing this when, when I'm not breastfeeding anymore? Well, I'm not breastfeeding anymore and by like, you know, weeks, literally. But like, I don't, I mean, I still, I still, I, I, you know, the stories of harassment still make me just as mad as they did five years ago. <laughs> you know, the, 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 you know, the, 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 like you said, the information about the body is just as amazing. All the stuff that we're learning. It's just, there's something about it. It just, it's not, it's like, it just completely changed. It's not like one of your regular hobbies. No, it's not. It becomes something much deeper. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there are times, too, like when I say to my husband, I'm like, I just, you know, he's like, this is what you do. Like, it's what you do. It's what you know. Because I'm telling you, I cannot work anything. Like, and Abby, of course, you can attest to this. Half the time I can't figure out how to 
get my microphone hooked up her, or you know Diane my husband, and her microphone i know my husband had to come <laughs> come to set up my podcast for like the first eight months that we've been doing this i was gonna say don't say one time because yeah. it was a really long time that he was doing this. yes and even today he was on the phone with me making sure that i had it all plugged in right but it was like i cannot and i have no problem telling people like i I cannot, if it's not attached to a breast pump, I cannot do it. But it's also, I have zero interest. You know, I have zero interest in, or patience in learning all the fancy tricks that my iPhone can do, finding out what the dark innards of the interweb are, or, <laughs> you know, like all kinds of, like, I, there is zero interest. But you pop something in front of me that has to do with breastfeeding or babies or mothers, and it's like, well, I can, I can figure that out, and I can tell you why it's happening, and I can find the information that you need. It's just like a... But that's – it's what my interest is. You know, it's yeah. what I've made my life out of. Right. That's your career now. It is. It's my career. And I'm not breastfeeding anymore either. But it's important, well, yeah, you know, right. like yeah. to have that that advocacy. Um, so how you do it, like there's definitely a process. And if you are seriously like, oh, my gosh, this is what I want to do with my life. This is, this is where I want to go with it. Then find a, a lactation consultant, a true IBCLC to talk to. Pro- probably – I'm only going to say this because I'm in private practice, but I know at least where I am that that's what works best for people. Find one that's in private practice that could probably help you out with like clinical hours and things like that because clinical hours are where everything happens and Mm. you need a lot of them to become a lactation consultant. Now, first of all, if you go on um, IBLC, International Board Lactation Consultant Educators, I believe it is. Uh, we just call it Ibelsey. But it's hmm. – that tells oh. you um, – or ILCA is the other one, International Lactation Consultant Association. Those will tell you how to become an IBCLC because there are certain pathways that you can follow. Did you ever look at it? No. No? No. So it's like – Be- Like becoming an IBCLC? Yeah. yeah. No. I didn't. I mean I knew that that was I, – I, I don't know why I knew this, but I kind of knew – Probably just as from being a social worker and having gone through so much school and all of that mm-hmm. stuff myself, got, having gone through clinical hours, having gone through all of that, it, it was not something that I was interested in. So it's definitely, it can be daunting. There's very specific um, courses, like college courses that they want you to have, like, you know, child development and anatomy and physiology and, you know, things like that. Um and they also want you to have a certain amount of clinical hours and a certain amount of lactation-specific education. There's like 90 hours of lactation-specific education that they want you to be able to document that you've had. And that could be conferences or they have like a 90-hour course. Um, a couple of great um, instructors online have that. There's a 40-hour course, which is the Certified Lactation Counselor course, um, that is a 40 hour course, but it's, and the, all of those things can be worked towards, you know, your IBCLC. So once you have all that education and you need the clinical hours, you have to find somebody to do your clinical with. And I, I really feel like that's the best way to go. There are some options where you don't have to have as much clinical, but, um, that's where you learn what's going on, you know, like if you don't see things and see how things progress and see how to solve problems and know what questions to ask and know what you're looking for, 
you're not going to be as effective. You know, I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a big, I mean, and maybe I just felt like that for me, but I would, I remember being nervous and kind of being like, oh my God, am I going to be able to solve this mother's problem? Am I going to be able to help her? And like now I don't feel like that anymore because it's been, you know, so much, so much, um, clinical time that I've had. But in the beginning, if you don't have somebody that you can kind of go back to and be like, all right, what's, you know, what do I do about this or what's going on with this? Or can I shadow you for a while and, you know, really get some good background on, on what's going on? It can take, a, it can take a couple of years. This isn't something where you just go, okay, now I'm a lactation consultant. It takes a good couple of years to become one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, the other thing. A good couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. It can take a couple of years. I'm surprised it's not longer. (laughs) I think it depends on what pathway you choose. Okay. But, um, and how much you need to do. Like, if you already have the education behind it, like, say, you know, that's why, like, nurses and stuff like that, it's really easy for them to become one because they've already got all the schooling behind it. They just need, like, the clinical time. And that's it. Right. Which is, that's, yeah. Um, And so that would take... Even that, like... I was going to say, that would take a couple of years to get all those clinical hours. the least amount is 500. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the least amount. It's somewhere between 500 and 1,000, and that's lower than it used to be, because I think I told you I did 6,000 when I became one. Oh, my God. Um, So it was was a lot. It took, you know, it it took a long time. But um, then you've got your board exam, which is no joke. It Mm -hmm. It is seriously hard. And... The other thing that that goes along with it is that it's an international exam. So you mm-hmm. you have to know what happens in breastfeeding in other parts of the world, not just what's going on in the doctor's office down the street. Like you mm-hmm. have to be aware of what is happening everywhere. So it's a it's it's no joke, man. It's hard. I mean, I can remember one of the one of the questions on the test was like it had three vials of colostrum mm. and you had to determine at what day postpartum the mother was looking at that colostrum oh my god yeah like half of the half of the exam is pictures that you have to be able to like identify whatever they're asking you it's hard it's really hard um there's study you know study guides and all this stuff to get you through it but it's no it is no joke like everybody's oh yeah I'll just become a lactation consultant or like when people say oh my doctor's got a lactation consultant in their office and it's not one it's like you know what I had to do to get these letters behind my name it was no I didn't just like walk to the mailbox and take out a right. letter like this is this is a it was hard it was really hard um now the other thing that I think is kind of cool and kind of a pain at the same time is that we have to retest every few years. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of professions that do that. I don't think nurses ever have to retest, do they? I'm thinking, I don't think they do. Or I do, don't know. Do social workers, do you have to retest that. for LMSWs no. or anything? Mm-mm. Well, you don't have to retest, but you have to maintain your continuing education units. Yeah. So yeah. you have to go to, you have to go to like... Ongo- you have ongoing education. Yeah. And, I, and that's definitely good too. So what they make us do... Or what's required of us is every 10 years, regardless of what you're doing, every 10 years, you have to retest. Mm -hmm. And I'm at my 10 years now. I have to retest in October. So I'm already freaking out about it. But you have to retest every 10 years. You you have the option at the five-year mark to submit continuing education credits or to just retest. 
And I've known lactation consultants that would just retest every five years just to keep themselves smart or smart, sharp. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, at the five-year mark for me, I was also going through like my bachelor's and my master's degrees in lactation. So I had so many continuing ed credits based on lactation that I just submitted that and went with that. But um, that's how you stay sharp too. Like you're just keeping, you have to keep up on all the current information if you want to continue mm-hmm. on doing this. Well, and it's always changing. The science is always changing and you have to keep on top of it. Yeah. 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 And if you want to be effective too. Like mm-hmm. I learned something yesterday that was fascinating to me that I'm going to have to research a little bit more because I never even realized it. Mm. And I was just like, there's so much still for me to learn. You know, like there's, and then yeah. when you consider like worldwide, how much stuff really, you know, like it's just, it's crazy. So, um, that is becoming a lactation consultant. And if people are interested, I mean, I will absolutely give you, you know, guidance on it or, or talk to you about it or whatever. And I am a mentor for lactation consultants coming up, but, um, it's, it's needed. You know, it really is. There's not a lot of people. We don't have a lot like worldwide. It's been more over the last few years, but I think people really get intimidated by the process. Yeah. I, yeah. And there's a lot of help. Like there's great Facebook groups and I mean, there's definitely, you know, and there's becoming more and more call for it. I think when I first started getting emails about it, it was like, I really want to do this, but what can I do with it once I have it? Mm-hmm. Will I get a job? Will I be able to do anything with it? Sure. Um, and that's, you know, that's scary to take that leap. But if you really feel strongly that this is where you want to be, you know, I mean, why not? But yeah, do it. Yeah. Now, other what about, things. Oh, sorry, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to well, say we were talking because, talk about like, yeah, other, things. other things. Because there's also different levels of lactation consulting. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it, is it like, w- would it at all benefit somebody to maybe become like a CLC and then later become an IBCLC or is it just different? No, that's, and that's how I got there too, because I was oh, okay. a CLC first. So a lot of times that is the, like the first place you go. That is the first basis of education is the CLC program. Okay. And there's also like lactation educators, something, yep. right? Like what's the diff- What are the, what are all the things? What are all the levels? And you know, I don't know. We're just putting stuff oh, there out are- there sometimes, but like uh, lactation educators, um, I'm not quite sure like where their ethics are and like what their bo- their borders are mm-hmm. and how much they can do and how much they're not supposed to do. But I believe that it's all based on education and like teaching breastfeeding classes and stuff like that. And I remember seeing somebody at a conference or something and they were like giving in- out information about becoming a-, a lactation educator. And I had just taken my exam but didn't have results yet. And they were like, I was like, oh, I just took my exam. Oh, you know, what do you guys got going on here? Blah, blah, blah. I'll do another thing. And they were like, you don't need this. You're becoming an IBCLC. That's like past what you're, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. you don't need to do this. Yeah. Um. So it's more, I think, for people who want to be in, want to be advocates, want to educate, want a, a better knowledge on it, but not becoming a lactation consultant. You wouldn't actually be working with people helping solve no. their breastfeeding problems. No, I don't believe. But so. this was a, the only time I'd ever heard of it was when somebody commented on my Instagram. She said, "I'm a lactation educator," and we were talking about alcohol. And she said, "She was the one who said that when you're tipsy, your baby is tipsy." 
Oh, see, that's not like, even correct. I was like, that's not a great ad <laughs> for this education that you've gotten, because that is just completely wrong. Yeah, that is completely wrong. Um, uh, but CLC, so now that... Side note, see our episode on alcohol consumption. Oh my god, yes, that's the most popular one, by the way. I always yeah. tell people that. Yeah. Um, so CLC, like, it's that's where a lot of people start. So the Healthy Children Project has a CLC program where... You are certified as a lactation counselor, but there's a huge difference between lactation counselor and lactation consultant, but it mm-hmm. is a great place to start. So you, that is 40 hours long that, um, that course and you get certified at the end. If you pass an exam as a certified lactation counselor and you can like, you can work in the field. Um, but the thing about the lactation counselor program is that it really, it's a lot, it talks a lot about how to support moms, which is really, really mm-hmm. important, but they don't do a lot of clinical. So I have a lot of people that come out of the CLC class going, I learned so much and I'm so excited about it, but I have no idea how to help a mom if she calls me and says the latch is bad or whatever, because we didn't really do any clinical stuff, but they tell yeah. you how to support a mother, you know? So like, that's really important too. So it's a good basis and it's a good foundation but if you want to go further, like that's a great place to start is becoming a lactation counselor. But there's a huge difference. And people sometimes think that they're the same thing. Yeah. And they're not right. by a long shot the same thing. Right. I, I know one of one of my admins is a CLC. Yeah. And she she's like, I, I I'm trained in like what's within my, you know, realm of knowledge and then i'm trained in when to refer to an ibclc mm-hmm. you know like so you know they're yeah they're taught like this is this is what we do and then you know if you if somebody needs something further then you need to refer to the ibclc yes i think every doctor's office like pediatrician's office or ob's office should have well everybody should have an ibclc but they should at least have a clc yeah. Somebody on staff that can answer some basic questions, that can offer support, that can, you know, whatever is needed. But identify if, something- if there really is a problem, right? Or not. Like we were talking last episode about milk supply. Like a CLC surely would be able to ask a few questions, like, you know, what makes you think there's a milk supply problem? Exactly. You know, and blah, blah, blah. And then say, okay, well, looks like there really is an issue. Let me connect you with an IBCLC. Yes. Every doctor is really logical. Yeah. Um, and so, like, for stuff like that, like we really like send your nurses, you know, people should send their nurses, whatever to get mm-hmm. CLC training because it really is helpful. Um, and it is a basis for IBCLC if people decide they want to go further. Mm-hmm. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So there's, I mean, it, it's great, but only the healthy children project does the, does the CLC. So, and they travel all over the world doing that program. So you, you'd be able to find one anywhere. Like they're, it's all over oh. the place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, you know, it, I mean, it's, it's intensive and it's a ton of information. It's like eight to four Monday through Friday for a full week. And it's, you know, but it, it's well, good, but it, that's doable. I yeah. mean, you know, it's for, for a week and then, yeah, that's yep. like a great way to get your, to get in there. Then you're in. Yeah. Then you're, you've got, you know, you've got a foot in the door, you've got some background and it's, you know, it's great. Um, there's a lot of like online stuff you can do, but 
I don't know. I don't know that that's the best thing to do when you're just starting mm-hmm. out. Like I do think that the face to face learning and the watching the videos and asking questions and, mm-hmm. you know, hearing actual lactation consultants that are teaching the course talk about their experiences and stuff. I think that lends a huge piece to the learning process too with it. So, you know, if the first thing you do starting out is just get on an online course, like you're going to learn some stuff, but I think you're going to miss a lot of the beneficial things that you could get from being face to face. Right. Yeah. And you're going to want that, especially if you want to get a job as a CLC, you're going to want to have that face to face. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I like had my act together, I would totally put together a program, you know, and do it because it would be, and people have told me like, you should totally do that. Um, I've had so many, so many cool experiences, but, um, like, I don't, I just don't have my act together. You know, like we said, I'm not good at figuring out anything other than, you know, the boob that's in front of me. Right. Um, so advocacy, like everybody can be an advocate. Like, and we need everybody to be an advocate, obviously. Yeah. I mean, basically, basically when you go out and breastfeed in public and other people see you breastfeeding, you are making an impact on everybody who sees you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's like, you know, we don't see breastfeeding a lot in this country. And when people see it, it just, the more people see it, the more it will become you know, normalized here. Yeah. And so just by doing that, you really are making a difference. And if you want to go further, I mean, like I, 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 you know, what I do is I didn't go to school. Well, I was a social worker and I worked as an advocate and a social worker for 15 years before I had a baby. And I just felt like writing my breastfeeding. So breastfeeding was horrible. It was horrible. It was my first, I, I didn't know what was going on. I, you know, I, I, he, he, we were supplementing with formula and he, you know, I was going through the whole thing of like, you know, he didn't, I thought he preferred the bottle and I thought that, you know, he was just going to stop taking my breasts and that it was going to be over. And I went online and I started reading about breastfeeding and like reading all the things I could read. And we, and I finally contacted the lactation consultant because I'd finally heard that there was such a thing. (laughs) And she walked me through it and, you know, we, we made it. And then I just like, I was getting my hair done one day and my, I was telling stories about this and my hairdresser was like, you should start a blog. And I was like, well, that sounds stupid because <laughs> well, like the only blogs back then were like, you know, you'd see like travel blogs oh yeah, or like food blogs. Like I was like, I don't think there's breastfeeding blogs. And actually I do think the, the leaky boob was around then. Um, but then I just wrote my, I wrote my breastfeeding story and like put it on, made a Facebook page and put it on there. And people just were drawn to it because people, you know, it doesn't matter what your story is. There's going to be a million and one moms out there who can relate to your story. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, people were like, Oh my God, that happened to me too. I didn't know that happened to other people. And it was just this kind of organic thing that grew out of people just relating to the story. Um, and that's, that's easy. Starting a Facebook page is a click of a button. Starting a blog is a couple clicks of a button. And you just, if you're share, I mean, I'm talking about social media. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go the social media route, cause of which these days is like, you know, the number one way that we're connecting with people. I mean, it's, 
it can grow and you can have such an impact on people. I mean, even if you just start with being in your own town, you know, like just in your own town or in your own family. Yeah. Talking about it, talking to your relatives. Yeah. I mean, it just talking makes a friends. huge difference, but there is just so much that you can do with it and it's needed. You know, it's yeah. needed to just for women to know that this is an experience that they're not alone in. I think it's huge. Like Abby said, like, you know, people are like, oh my God, I went through the same thing. People really don't realize how common breastfeeding problems are. Yeah. And it's just so many people don't look for help or they, they just kind of like struggle through it. And then they don't even know they're struggling. I mean, like sometimes they don't even know that there's a problem or they're just like, oh, my baby didn't really take to it. So I gave him formula. Yeah. Which is fine if you want to use formula, but like that mom wanted to breastfeed and what she doesn't know is that so did the baby too. She just didn't have the information or the support to like get through that. Yeah. And that's, that's and we don't, and, and there's so many people who don't realize that it's actually takes a little bit of work. Yeah. So the advocacy piece is huge, you know, and there's like La Leche League is, you know, always doing mm-hmm. the thing, looking for leaders and yeah. Um, there's always like support groups and cafes and, you know, the breastfeeding cafe- cafes are starting to pop up around and, you know, different support groups. I know a lot of CLCs that run support groups. And I mean, that's a fantastic thing to do. And it really like, you know, it's just whether it be online or face to face, because people need that. Yeah. Yeah. People do need it. And I mean, that's the thing, too, is like, even if you're just like going around and you know what you could do, you could make it your mission to like go around and infiltrate all of those like fa- breastfeeding Facebook groups and like give people the reliable information. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause people are like, I looked on, I Googled, you know, how to get a better latch. Okay. Well, <laughs> Google sucks for this kind of thing. <laughs> and you can be like, Oh, here, wait, you know, check out, the Badass Person You Podcast, or check out Kelly Mom, or check out Diane's blog. You know, there's like, you know, you can give them like the information that's actually like helpful mm-hmm. instead of Google. And it's, it's and that's necessary too. Yeah. And not and to be like, like argumentative. You totally because, do it from your couch. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so many times people are argumentative about it. And if you were, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of infiltrated in and be like, you know, I'm not so sure that you do have a milk supply issue. So yeah. maybe if you, you know, found a way to, to see somebody or whatever, you know, just get put those ideas out there for other people and just let or them tell know. people about lactation consultants because they don't even mm-hmm. like know people don't. I didn't know. I didn't know that. You know, even just telling somebody that there's an expert out there that they can contact. Yeah. You know, that's going to make, that's going to change, completely change somebody's breastfeeding journey. I love it when I see on, on some of those Facebook pages, like some of the mom groups where a mom will, you know, go on about what's, whatever's happening, whatever problem she's having. And like another mom will pipe up and be like, you know, I really don't have any words of wisdom for you, but I just want to let you know that like you're doing a great job and, you know, it's just, this is really hard and I went through it too. Like that can go really far. You know, yeah. like, to oh, just... yeah, yeah, it's yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I think that that's what goes on in, in my community, too. Oh, yeah. Just people just being like, oh, wow, I went through that because mm-hmm. you just think you're the only one. Like, I mean, I was on my couch thinking I was the only one who couldn't figure out how to breastfeed. Yeah, I know, because that's how I thought, too. And, and I always figured, well, I got to figure this out on my own. Yeah. So I better start doing some reading. And that's what led me into this whole life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
So it, it definitely, you know, will pay off. The more education you get on it, the more you read, the more you learn, and the more you learn from other people. But then the better you can support other people too. So, mm-hmm. and especially, you know what, like now I'm thinking I'm going to have, well, maybe someday my daughter will have her own children and, mm, you yes. know, like then I can support her yeah. and I can support, you know, whatever my, all my kids with their, with their babies or my nieces, you know, I have a niece getting married soon. Like what if she has a baby? Mm-hmm. Like I can, you know, be there to support that yeah, for and her. And your sons too. Yeah. Telling, teaching them how to support their wives. Yeah, exactly. Because marry. the, you know, the next generations, like this is where we needed to grow too. Yeah. Like right now, sometimes the grandmothers are my hardest battle at times. Oh Yeah. Yeah. But because of support, yeah. the lack of support. So it's just, you know, it, it's really important. Totally. So that's so it. So pick whatever, pick your pick your path and go down it. Yes. And let us know how we can help you. Even if it's just going, yay, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. And um, yeah, you'll, you'll love it. You'll never regret it. So. Awesome. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Spandice, ice and heat therapy in an adjustable, supportive wrap. Ice therapy is perfect for C-section recovery, back pain, and other childbirth recovery ailments. Today, you can use promo code BADASS for 20% off your purchase plus free shipping. Check them out at spandice.com forward slash badass. That is S-P-A-N-D hyphen I-C-E dot com forward slash badass. And you can find the URL in the description of this podcast episode.